Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. My name is Christina Rice and I'm your host. I'm a holistic health coach. I'm the creator of the blog addictedtolovely.com. I am the host of another podcast called Straight Up Paleo and I'm obviously the host of this podcast. So thanks for joining in. I'm excited to chat with you again today and I just have a few updates that I'll just start off with. So if you haven't already gotten the holiday ebook that I created with my great friend, Kaylee Christina Clark, you should definitely check it out. It's called Gratitude, a healthy holiday guide for a paleo Thanksgiving. And I'm very proud of this. We have a bunch of insanely delicious paleo recipes. Most are vegan. Um, all of the desserts are vegan, just so you know, um, for Thanksgiving or Christmas or any holiday or just regular life because they're that good. I am really proud of the recipes. They taste amazing. We tested them out on everybody we know, people who don't even like healthy food, and they were beyond impressed. I'm especially proud of my gravy in there. It's pretty insane. So you should definitely check that out. But we it's not just recipes. The whole first half is advice on lifestyle, digestion, how to deal with family during the holidays, what to do about movement and exercise, um, mindset around just being present and the holiday itself. Um, We help you plan out your whole week. If you're planning a party, we have a whole checklist and it's really just everything you would ever need. So definitely check that out. And you can use the code actually adultish at checkout, which you need to be on a computer to use that code, but use that code for 20% off. And I think that you're going to love it. And if you make a recipe, please take a photo or Instagram it and tag me so I can see because it makes me so happy. People have already been making recipes from it and it just melts my soul. It makes me so excited. So that's a holiday ebook. And I should probably tell you where to get it. You can get it at bit.ly slash gratitude HHG or on my blog addictedtolovely.com under the ebooks tab or at the link in the show notes. So get it there. Use the code actually adultish. I know you're going to love it. So definitely pick it up because I want you to have the best Thanksgiving ever. I want it to be stress-free. I want you to feel great. And I think the ebook will help. Speaking of that, sort of, if you are a health coach or a nutritionist or just love health and wellness, or if you're a practitioner, I just want to remind you my friend Amy's course, Digital Nomad Nutritionist, is really amazing if you're looking to figure out how to take your business to the next level and just learn all the ins and outs of running your own health coaching business or nutrition business online from anywhere, be your own boss, make some money at it, turn it into your main gig. This course breaks down everything you need to know about building social media and your website and your brand and finding clients and everything you need to know. So if you want $100 off of that course, go to bit.ly slash digital nomad, capital C, capital R, and you'll get $100 off. And I highly recommend it. And I know a bunch of you have already taken the course and it's helped you a lot. So I love that. And I've taken it. It has great content. So Amy's a genius. And also, if you're interested in doing health coaching or nutrition, 
as many of you know, I'm doing the Nutritional Therapy Association program right now to become a nutritional therapy practitioner. And I get questions about this all the time. And I highly recommend the program. I'm like already obsessed with it. We learn so much and they really prepare you and you'll really meet your people. So if you want to become an NTP, I really recommend you check it out. And you can use my name as your referral if you want. They ask you where you heard about the program. Let them know that I sent you. And yeah, I think, I actually don't know when signups are, but they always have um, different classes at different times of the year. So you should check out when the next one starts up. I believe winter is the next program. So you could check that out. And the other thing I want to talk to you about is Beauty Counter because holiday sets are still on sale and a bunch of them already sold out. And it kills me when you guys message me and you go, oh my God, I was about to order that and then it sold out. And I'm like, guys, I told you, you got to hop on before they sell out because they sell out fast. And I'm praying by the time this comes out that the Ultimate Nudes palette is still live because I cannot tell you enough how incredible it is. It's the only eyeshadow palette I will ever need in my life it's so good but all of the holiday sets are great and it's just I would get your Christmas shopping out of the way now the mask set is amazing and the mini facial oils is also another great one to just kind of give to anybody so those are some of my top recs but really anything on there is incredible you guys know I love that company if you want to get into non-toxic safe personal care products or get somebody in your life to start turning to safer products christmas is a great time to start ask for things on your christmas list or give gifts it's just an easy way to get people to switch over their products and you'll feel so much better so i'm excited for you to check out those and you can go to beautycounter.com slash christina rice to shop and if you need any help with recommendations, always email me at addictedtolovely at gmail.com. I'm happy to help you pick out a color or pick out a product. Any questions about Beauty Counter or if you want to become a consultant as well, it's a great time. You can email me and join my squad, squad goals. So yeah, that's all of the updates for my life pretty much. Hope you enjoyed that. So let's just get into today's guest. I'm super excited because I have one of my dear friends back on the podcast, Jackie McEwen. She is the creator of the website glutenfreefollowme.com and yeah, like I said, she's been on the podcast before. We chatted with her about how she got to where she is today, about the site, the whole gluten-free world and I really wanted to have her back on the podcast First of all, just because I love her. Jackie and I are really great friends, but also because there are some, whenever I'm chatting with my friends about a topic that I'm just like, I wish everybody could hear this. I'm like, can we just talk about this on the podcast? And that's basically what happened because Jackie and I like to go on beach walks together and have long life conversations. And something we talk about a lot is what it's like to work from home, what it's like to be an entrepreneur working out of your home and sort of stigmas around that and the challenges and the great parts. And it's just an interesting topic. And people, I think, are curious about it or there's misconceptions. So I just kind of wanted to have this conversation on the podcast. And she was a great person to bring on because she has a great perspective because she worked in finance in like a typical... Uh, well, not even typical, an intense office job 
in banking for a long time and then transitioned over complete 180 to being her own boss, running her own business and, you know, working from home and she's killing it. So I thought that she was a great person to just kind of share her perspective and, and I just like chatting with her because she's just a ball of positive energy and she makes me happy and I know she'll make you happy too. So, and I really lucked out because she literally brought me Primal Kitchen when she came over. So I got an extra dose of happiness because I got to see Jackie and I got Primal Kitchen mayo. I really wish they would sponsor this podcast, but... Okay, so I'm just going to hop into the episode and I hope you guys like it. Hello, Jackie. Hi, Christina. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you know, I've been dying to get you back on here. Yay. Um, so why don't you start off by introducing yourself to listeners in case they didn't listen to your first podcast episode? Sure. I am Jackie and I'm the founder of Gluten-Free Follow Me, which is the guide to living gluten-free. And I just relaunched my site over the summer, glutenfreefollowme.com, which has over 2,000 gluten-free friendly eateries, recipes, and brands. So you can do all these customized searches, which is what I always wanted for myself. Yes. And I currently live in LA. I was in New York for six years, and now I live here, so I am close to you, and I'm by the beach, which I love. She's so close to me (laughs) that she walked here for this podcast. It's like a three-mile walk. I know. I'm like, so I just realized, wait, you didn't have to go on any freeways. No, it's just straight, um, pretty, is it Olympic? Yeah, you just go straight, and actually, there's even a little bike path. Okay. You don't have to be by any big crosswalks. Okay, yeah. So... Yeah, like Jackie said, she mm-hmm. runs glutenfreefollowme.com, the best website ever. Aww, I'm obsessed you. with it, you guys. And her relaunch is insane. <laughs> like, there's nothing like it out there. And anytime people ask me for restaurant recommendations, I just send them to your website. It's so much easier yeah. now. I don't have to go through the whole, well, you could go to this one or this one. It's just go to my site. It's super clear. Yeah. You can filter by the neighborhood, by the city. Exactly. It's so much easier and, for me, too. Yeah. So because you can look up all the restaurants that you could, like, mm-hmm. could ever need and... And you also can filter the by type of food. Yeah. yeah. So products, if you're looking for paleo, because mm-hmm. you're paleo, you can filter by certified paleo, paleo. You can also do vegan, dairy-free, nut-free, egg-free. Mm-hmm. So it isn't only if you're trying to do gluten-free, you can find other brands there too. Yeah. So there's almost uh, 600 brands now. That's so crazy. Oh yeah. my God. I know it's grown so much and it's just like everything I need in one place. Oh, like, thanks, Christina. And also, even if you're not gluten-free, like... <laughs> Yeah. Just like my, I know my my parents have like just used it. My parents aren't gluten free, oh, so and they bad. just like use it to find good restaurants because you like review everything. <laughs> so although my dad is my dad's gluten free now, yeah, without, and isn't he kind of paleo? Yeah, he's like paleo now, Ish. except like wine. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, but mostly they're paleo, so nice. He's switching over. I don't think he knows that like paleo and gluten free are the same thing. Yeah. Honestly, which makes no sense. He just doesn't. doesn't Whatever works. Yeah. He is obsessed with the Primal Kitchen Mayo. You guys, Jackie brought me some today because she's so sweet. Because I know you're obsessed. I'm so obsessed. I go through like at least two jars a week. Okay. Well, perfect. Now you're set for this week. I'm so set for this week. So you're the best. Of course. Yeah. Your website is... And you worked so hard on that. Like, it was insane. Yeah. It was crazy days for like four to six months. I was just working all day and night. 
and there was just a great team behind it, Annalise, mm-hmm. um, who's also helping you. She is just amazing, and everything was super customizable, which is so key when you're trying to make something like this because there's so much content. It was really overwhelming mm-hmm. for, I'm sure, everyone on the site, but also me. So I'm just glad it's all in one spot, and it's super easy to filter and all that yeah. good stuff. I mean, how did that feel, like, when you finally oh, finished doing you, it everything? It was seriously the best feeling because it was so much work. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, because when I first launched my site three years ago, it was so much work. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I'm doing this. And then I had all the restaurants on one page, all the products on one page. And it just got to be a lot when I started going to so many restaurants. Mm-hmm. There's 1,500 restaurants. I remember so, when everything was on one page. Yeah. And I remember, like, the page really overwhelmed me, but I was like, this is a gold mine. I just have to, like, <laughs> it's like one good page. Say, yes, but, one really good yeah. page, but it was, like, a lot. Um, but and, I, mean, yeah, I still so wanted then, info, Yeah, so I then <laughs> I transitioned, and I was like, okay, I'm going to have one page for New York, one for L.A., yeah. one for other states. Mm-hmm. And then I did the next big step doing one page for each state. But mm-hmm. still, it's it's like I wanted you to be able to filter by type of food, neighborhood, not just neighborhood. Yeah. So when you do this, you're able to filter by different things and not just have, okay, here's like all of LA. Yeah. You can also go like by price and like yeah, stars and stuff. Exactly. So it's really helpful. Um, and then and also ratings. Yeah. So if you're trying to find my like number one places, if you search for five rating places if you're also trying to find places that are totally Mm gluten-free totally dairy-free vegan you can also do that yeah no it's so helpful and are you in every state almost every state yeah which it'd be really fun to do a little road trip yeah and go i know i i definitely want to and at some point i will because there's still obviously so many places that i well there always will be always Um, And I'm definitely going to be doing some more trips coming up this year because there's just so many fun places to go to. Um, Most of the places on my site are L.A. and then also New York. Mm -hmm. But I do have a lot of places in D.C., Boston, Connecticut. So just trying to get even more states on there is obviously awesome. Is there like one state that's on the top of your list like go back to and get some more so there's places i've been dying to go to so you were in seattle yeah. and that's definitely on my list oh yeah they have so many places portland also palm springs portland is amazing palm there's, springs has places yeah so i started doing research like six months ago yeah i have this crazy spreadsheet where i just write down places that i want to check out mm-hmm. um because because prior to traveling, I always do all these Google searches, and that's how I figure out where I want to go. Yeah. And I have this crazy spreadsheet, so I can kind of document that. So I do that for places that I'm going to be going to. Yeah. So I know that I'm going to D.C. in the spring. Ooh, and exciting. I went to school there, but I didn't really go into D.C. Yeah. So I have, like, a whole new list now that I'm excited yeah. about. And also, what's helpful is, like, because you – you personally, I personally are reviewing every single place that's yes. on, and every single item that's on her site. So it's like a standard, even yes. it's one person versus versus a team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which makes it a lot easier because I know if I trust your right. I mean, it's just tough if you have a team and you're rating places. How can you rate something mm-hmm. when one person went to one and a different person went yeah, to the other? Yeah, completely different. Yeah. Opinions. So like, if you're trying pizza, I can say the pizza's good, but mm-hmm. you want to compare it. 
Yeah. So I felt like it was hard for me to rank places on my last site. It was just in order yeah. by place. And now I can really give them a true rating, which mm-hmm. just makes it easier for everyone. Yeah. Is there a place that you feel like is the the most gluten-free, friendly place in America? Ooh. I mean, there's about, I think it's 20 in New York and 20 in LA Mm -hmm. that are totally Mm gluten-free. And walking into any of those places is just the best feeling because you can sit down, order anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Going to a couple in LA, um, Breakaway Bakery Mm -hmm. is so good. I think that's actually totally dairy-free too. I haven't Um, been there. They have cinnamon rolls and like it's like a sticky bun. Um, There's so many good places. There's also Aaron McKenna's Bakery, which is in New York and LA Mm -hmm. and also Florida. Um, There's just places. I feel like almost every 100% gluten-free place really does a good job. Most of those do have a five rating there are a few that have a four Mm -hmm. and I would love to give all of them a five but you can tell with the quality of the food that they're not all gonna get a five yeah so yeah yeah. Ooh, so much (laughs) and you're international yes there are places Mm -hmm. yeah so if you guys are going abroad yeah Italy and some other places too that's useful in Italy definitely (laughs) Italy was actually really gluten-free friendly really yeah they have so many gluten-free pizza options pasta was at most places Mm -hmm. bread also yeah I've heard that my friend just got back from Italy and Mm -hmm. she was saying how like every single place she went to had a sign outside it's amazing pasta Mm -hmm. available yeah. So definitely becoming more aware that it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome though. Yeah, I love it. So exciting. Thank well, you. All of this ties into what we, I wanted <laughs> to bring you on to talk about, which is just like working from home. And because yes. we have so many conversations about this. So Jackie, like we mentioned, we live pretty close to each other. <laughs> and my favorite thing to do is go to Jackie's apartment and then we go on a beach walk together because <laughs> she lives so close to the beach. And then we have, you know, our hour-long chats about work and life and all the things. So fun. And we we talk, I mean, it's just really different working from home Mm -hmm. than slash being an entrepreneur versus working in an office. And I feel like you have such a great perspective because you went from, like, the ultimate, like, office job, (laughs) intense finance job to being an entrepreneur and really like doing Mm -hmm. your own thing in LA, you literally switch coasts. So yeah. yeah. So like, why don't you talk a little bit about what you were doing before? Definitely. So I was in New York working at a corporate bank for six years. So it's completely different from what I'm currently doing. Yeah. I was in a cubicle, which means everyone can see what you're doing. You have this little desk area, and my hours were anywhere from 9 to 6 some of the years, 8 to 8 some of the other years. I would order dinner and be there till 8 or 9 p.m. Totally different from now when I can wake up when I want, I can work Mm -hmm. out when I want, I can be working till 12 a.m., I could not, I can, and also what I like about working from home is working from home means working from anywhere. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I have to work from my house. I can also work from the airport. Mm -hmm. I can work by the pool. I can work by the beach. It's just being flexible. Yeah. So overall, do you prefer working? Oh my God. Obviously working from home. Yes. But I mean, I can't 
I can't imagine being trapped in a You would not like it. I would not be able to do it. So I'm a really structured person, so I feel like that's why I'm able to work from home, and so are you. So you're able to organize yourself and get stuff done. If you need the structure, then being in an office might be better for you Mm because you're at work. This is your time to work. I personally like having everything overlap because I could be baking and then I'm on my laptop and then I'm with my dog and Mm -hmm. everything overlaps. Mm -hmm. And that's how I like it because I can be more flexible. Yeah. When I was in an office... It's like you have to be there. You need to have FaceTime with your bosses. You have to prove that you're working. And even if you didn't have something to do, you had to be there. Yeah. And I'm all about time management, getting stuff done. I don't think that being there the longest means that you're doing the best work. I'm really glad you brought that up. (laughs) Um, Okay, wait. I have so many things to talk about (laughs) in response to that. I think that what you you like going off that like you're right it's like the type of person you are is doesn't work for everybody like Mm -hmm. it works for us because we are organized and we motivate ourselves and we can structure ourselves Mm -hmm. versus if you're somebody who needs outside accountability it like won't work for you and there's something right or wrong about being that type of person it's just what type of person you are like Mm -hmm. there are definitely some things in my life where I need somebody else to tell me to like get this done right um and if you're like that with like work then working from home wouldn't yeah. work for you but everyone's different yeah also I mean talking about how everything kind of overlaps I think this is interesting because does that ever stress you out at all though because sometimes I feel I like that all overlaps but then sometimes mm-hmm. I hate it because sometimes I feel like it's just like I'm always working I'm I explain I try to explain it to people and I don't really know how to articulate it but I'm mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm always working but also always not Yes, it can be tough. It's a gray area. Uh But what I like is my current job is also my passion. Mm -hmm. So me talking to you right now about my site is just talking about me. Mm -hmm. And if I was doing a podcast on finance, I feel like I'd be so anxious making sure that I knew everything. But I'm just talking about me. Mm -hmm. And so when you know what you're doing and this is just your life, it's a little different than this is my job job. So yeah, everything overlaps. And I've tried to be better about when Brendan, my husband comes home I try to shut it off Mm -hmm. because I do know that it can be tough when you overlap work with your personal life yeah but I mean there's also perks to that so on the weekend if we go out for brunch or something maybe I got a complimentary meal that's a perk for him Mm -hmm. so is that work is that play I mean things can overlap yeah and that's a good point I mean I've talked to you about this before I struggled with when I first started doing this Mm -hmm. was I've just felt really I guess unproductive because everything I was doing I I love everything Mm -hmm. I'm doing and so then it doesn't feel like hard to choose well yeah yeah, but also it's just like it doesn't feel like work like so I feel like I'm like what did I do all day I feel like I just hung out basically and did things because I would be but that's a good job Mm -hmm. yeah whether or not I was getting paid and so it was hard for me to really it still is hard for me to wrap my head around Mm -hmm. it because I'll feel really unproductive um, and then I'll look, think back and I'll be like, I did all of this stuff, but it just didn't feel like work because I right. like it. Which is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like before everyone thought or people still think that work has to be challenging and yes. has to be hard. And you that's not saying, <laughs> yeah, that's not saying that your current job isn't challenging, mm-hmm. but I don't think that you have to come home and be like, uh, 
work was so tough today. Like that doesn't need to be our motto. We can say, oh, I had a really great day. And saying that you had a great day shouldn't be looked down on and shouldn't mean that you didn't do too much today. Exactly. It's like this, it's this whole cultural thing. It's like we grew up in this culture where if you don't hate work and you don't feel like you're dying over work, like you're not working hard enough, you're not doing, Mm -hmm. you're not doing the right thing. And I don't know why that came to be. And just talking about, I forget who I was talking. I feel like this has been talked about a lot recently, Mm -hmm. like our work ethic versus like other countries and other countries people take way more vacation time they're way Mm -hmm. more relaxed and like they don't hate what they're doing and i'm just like why do we think it's why do we idealize i guess hating what we're doing Mm -hmm. and like working so long and hard and let's talk about that a little bit like Mm -hmm. talking about what it's like being in an office i'm sure you're seeing people working from 8 a.m to 8 p.m right Mm -hmm. And they think that because they're at the office all day, they yeah, you know. I can tell you so many stories. Tell I me mean, a story. Tell me. No, I mean it's just funny. It's that people have this idea that the longer that they're there mm-hmm. means that they did better. Mm-hmm. And again, I just don't think that that's true. Um, I think people do need to take a break. Mm-hmm. And there's even places that offer lunch for their people. And the reason they offer lunch is so people don't leave. They mm-hmm. want you there all the time. Yeah. And I always took a break. I would, you know, walk around for 30 minutes to an hour. And that's kind of how my site started is during lunch, I would go and try to find places to eat. And that was my off time where mm-hmm. I could just be out for, you know, 60 minutes and just do something else because when you're doing the same thing for 12 hours in a row like you're not gonna be better at your job yeah I think you need to take breaks you need to walk around yeah no I agree and so many people tell me well I can't take lunch breaks like it's looked down upon in the country which is sad yeah Yeah. I'm like I'm sorry that it's like that but you know break away from that tradition because I mean it's not helping them be any better and like yeah like your mental sanity and your physical health like get up stand up it's just a gross environment and people that's why people hate their lives because sadly a lot of people don't like what they're doing Mm -hmm. which I wish we could change right but if you don't like what you're doing and you're literally going to work first thing you go to work and then you spend all day there of Mm -hmm. course you're going to be crabby and moody and just that affects your whole life yeah and I mean that's why that's kind of how I started what I was doing I was starting to find places that I could eat at Mm -hmm. and I think that so many people our age are doing something on the side Mm -hmm. because they're not totally passionate about their paying job yeah and if you're able to turn that into your full-time job awesome if not it's totally fine to have something as a hobby I think everyone does something on the side because they need something that (laughs) helps them in their day-to-day rather than just their typical standard job yeah well for you how did you know that you were ready to switch from so I'm a really stable person I could have done it sooner but I was like if I'm able to do both jobs at the same time I will do it I had an insane schedule though yeah for the yeah for the last year that I was doing both jobs um I would go to work all day and then I would do food events in the evening Mm -hmm. it could be one dinner it could be two or three Brendan and I would then go to the gym together at 10 p.m., which sounds insane now because I do not do that at all. And I would go to bed. And then on the weekends, I would do photos. I would do recipes. I would go out to eat. 
And it was just everything was crazy. Mm -hmm. So the reason I decided to do it full time is a couple things. Um, We got married last August. And so we knew that we wanted to move somewhere outside of the city. So we ended up moving to L.A. a year ago. Why did you leave the city? Um, so we had been there six years and Brendan never really loved it. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm fine with now leaving because it's like been six years. Um, yeah. So we were deciding between Colorado, either Boulder, Denver. Uh Um, there was a chance, there was a time where we thought about Boston and then LA just fit everything. You're by the beach. Brendan can also row. Um, It's always good weather, which I love. So we decided to do that. Mm -hmm. And when I moved out here, I was trying to talk to my current job at the bank about, you know, working from home Mm -hmm. slash working in their L.A. office. And they weren't really a fan of it. But I got to do it for a couple months here. Mm -hmm. And then starting at the beginning of 2017 is when I officially did my site full time. So it was kind of both things where... They basically were like, yeah, you can do it till the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And I also knew that that would probably be the case. So I was like, okay, moving to L.A. basically signifies me doing this as my job. Yeah. I think for a lot of people it's hard because I know a lot of people have, like, these ideas of things they want to do. And it's, like, deciding, do I, like – I mean, I think you are – very methodical about it also have this really stable job first mm-hmm. where you know you waited till financially you could do it and in your life it made sense but I know a lot of people struggle with like I mean being my age like yeah. kind of just being like do I just like go after being my own boss right now and like take this leap like that's scary yeah you know? like, it is scary I mean I don't really know if there's an answer to that I think everyone has their own answer so whether it's a certain amount of salary that you're making on your side gig for us it was also if we don't move to LA now we're probably never going to so we had just gotten married it was like now a good time for us to do this and if we didn't do it we probably wouldn't have yeah so yeah if you have the chance to do something like that I think you should take it but make sure that you're in a semi-stable spot do you think it's do you think it's important for somebody to have like the regular quote regular job (laughs) regular career experience before they become an entrepreneur so funny I've had people ask me what did I major in to Mm -hmm. become a blogger (laughs) and I'm like I majored in finance and also international business in the business school um so yeah everyone does a different path I always thought I was going into finance. That's something I always wanted to do, which sounds so crazy. Mm -hmm. But coming from my town, that's what everyone did. So that was always my goal. And I think it was really great for me to have that office experience Mm -hmm. because you get to know what it's like working with different people. You get to know what you like, what you don't like. I think personally, it would be strange for me to go from college to this. But if you think about it, We didn't really have social media when I was in college. I started Twitter my senior year of of college. So for you, it's totally different. Mm -hmm. You guys had Instagram. I didn't have that. Yeah. I didn't even want to get Instagram. I had I had people tell me to. So it was a totally different time. In this day and age, people have jobs in social media. There Mm -hmm. are agencies, there are legit offices that do social media. So it's a little different, which makes me feel a little old, but I'm not that old. (laughs) No, I mean, things have changed really quickly. It went fast. Things have changed really, like, 
um the iphone only came out 10 years ago wow isn't that weird that is weird uh yeah when yeah I, when i heard when somebody said that the other day i was like whoa but i mean i think about this often and i mm-hmm. part of me in my head i'm like there's no point waiting around like doing a job you don't like when you know what you want to do and if you like financially can do it like i say go for it but at the same time i always think like i mean i did have internships and jobs it wasn't my career in office settings Mm -hmm. and i think that that was really important for me because i learned that like taught me how to be structured right and i think that if i just had never had anything like that i wouldn't know how to structure a day i wouldn't know how to be efficient and i learned so much mostly i learned what not to do when i was in those settings Mm -hmm. so that now i can be so efficient and like let's talk about that yeah let's talk about what goes on in an office actually and (laughs) it might be a little different because i mean in your job i'm sure everybody was super like focused or i don't know maybe not so you'd be surprised i mean that's what's so funny i think when i first went to college i was like everyone's gonna be so smart Mm. and then you get there and you're like yeah there's definitely people that are smart but then you're surprised by some people the same thing with if you're in an office and you're like well this was a really hard interview everyone that's here must be awesome and you get there and you're like how did you get this job yeah you like can't talk to clients you can't talk to me it's a really awkward Mm -hmm. situation so yeah (laughs) when you get to offices and to any place you assume certain things and it isn't always the case yeah so yeah I mean when you're in an office someone has a birthday and you're celebrating a birthday and that takes an hour away or you're doing a team lunch so you working from home just because you're doing something for 10 minutes that isn't work 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 that doesn't mean that you're not doing your job Mm -hmm. so me being productive when I was in New York the last few months I was living at my mom's um, which was in Connecticut and so we had to commute on the train because we knew we were going to be leaving soon so Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do like a whole new lease yeah and my commute ended up being almost four hours every day Wow! so if I worked from home I'd be saving a lot of time yeah so yeah (laughs) and I also think I mean I know from my office experience, like, okay, one of my internships, basically, the whole day, I felt like was everybody around me was just, like, looking for ways to procrastinate all day, and I would walk around, and I would, they would give me assignments, and they would think it would take me three days, and it would take me two hours, and I, because they're, and I'm looking around, everybody around me is playing, what's that? that snake game mm-hmm. do you know that snake game yeah what is that, what is that thing i'm called? not very I good forget. at it the snake game mm-hmm. why can i not think of it um or they're or they're on a gossip they're, site yeah, they're or, on or whatever or whatever like they're just like running around i remember being at work and like i'd be trying to work and somebody would shoot a rubber band at me I'm like what are you doing like work like you know what mm-hmm. I mean? do, like everybody's just waiting until just finding ways to wait around until lunch and then finding ways to wait yeah. around until the 3 p.m break right and then finding ways to like wait around until it's time to leave to punch out or in my like other PR internships like I had one where it was basically like they would get in at 11 a.m and then spend an hour chatting Mm -hmm. and then go to lunch and then come back and then Mm -hmm. we chat some more then they go on Pinterest and then time to go home yeah and I'm like just trying to kill time yeah it's all just killing time and Mm -hmm. I'm like this is such a waste versus me who I'm like working from home works because I wake up and I immediately start working and I'm literally working until the second I hit the sheets. Yeah. You know? 
And so I think that that's a big misconception that I think we've both dealt with, like, people... Like, oh, you work from home. Yeah, why is there this misconception that people who work from home yeah. do nothing? So also what I think is really funny is is I've had a few people in the finance world mm-hmm. be like, so when are you getting your office? And I'm like, wait, I don't think you understand. I'm currently living, like, my dream. I can work from home. I don't want to commute to an office. Yeah, that takes away the point. And then come home and cook for when I'm doing baking recipes. Like, no, I'm living my life by working from home, which means working from anywhere. So you don't need to have that office and that cornerstone. Yeah, why would I pay for rent on my office? I can pay for my rent on my current place. Exactly. Like, I mean, I don't... I don't understand. I mean, when people say stuff like that to you, do you feel like... I mean, they just don't know. Uh And, like, I'm not going to fault them for it. It's just a totally different world. Mm -hmm. So I've been in both worlds. I get how both sides think. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny. (laughs) Do you feel more productive being your own boss, working from home, or... So much, yeah. Also, it's really tough being in an office when someone's always looking over your shoulder. Or you're like, oh, I was gone for an hour and five minutes during lunch. I, like, hope no one saw me. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things where you're always like, I hope no one saw this, or Mm -hmm. I don't know. No. Where you shouldn't have that that fear. That makes sense, yeah. And always looking for someone else's approval. Yeah. But what's funny is... I mean, it goes back to, like, if you can't be your own motivator, like, some people will only do work if they have Big Brother looking over the, like, yeah. over their shoulder versus, like, I I feel like when I have somebody like that, that, like, stunts me, right. paralyzes me versus when I don't have it, that pressure on me, I'm more productive and I wouldn't be taking an hour and five minutes for lunch, like, because I want to do Because you want to get your stuff yeah. done. And, I mean, that's the thing. Being my own boss, like, I do everything. I don't have a team under me. Mm-hmm. So the amount of time I spend working, that's time I'm getting paid. That's time I'm doing stuff. So there isn't time for me just to sit around and do nothing. Then I wouldn't have a job. Yeah, exactly. So everything's up to me. How do you decide when to take breaks or like vacations, you know? Yeah, so everything's pretty much up to me. I mean, I can be flexible. I wish Brendan's schedule was more flexible so we could do more trips. Yeah. Um, but in the future, like in the spring, I definitely have some stuff planned. Um, but yeah, I mean, every day can be different. So if I so like today, I decided to do bar class mm-hmm. at 12 noon. Yeah. And I would not have been able to do that if I had a typical job. But that means that I was working in the morning, working later... Every day is different. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I want to talk a little bit about scheduling. And I know yeah. every day is different. But on, like, a typical day, what is, like, a day in the life of Jackie? <laughs> From waking up to going to sleep. Yeah. So, I wake up usually at a, at around 7. Mm-hmm. And I take Odie, which is my dog. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> He's the cutest. Follow him on Instagram. Gluten-free Odie. Gluten-free Odie. He's so cute. He is so cute. He is four years old, and we rescued him over the summer, mm-hmm. and he's literally just the happiest dog ever, and, and he's so sweet. And you probably wouldn't be able to have him if you... I right? would definitely not have him. So that was yeah. the thing. 
Brendan and I always wanted to have a dog, but I would never do that to a dog, have him in a city where I was gone the whole day. It just isn't fair to him. So now that I do work from home and my site launched, I now can breathe. Um, So we ended up adopting him over the summer and he's great. So I take him out on his first little walk in the morning and then I go work out. And as I'm working out, so if I'm at the gym, I'm constantly answering emails, getting stuff done. So I'm able to do work while I'm working out, which is fun for me. Do you... How does that... Are you running or what are you doing? Oh, no, no. I don't answer emails when I run. Oh, okay. So I mean like Stairmaster, Elliptical, okay. uh-huh. you know. Um, as I'm doing that, I'm also listening to podcasts. Yeah. So I always like listen to one. Christina's. <laughs> yeah. I was just telling her that I always listen to Christina's podcast because she has two and also Bachelor podcasts. Those yes. are my two types. <laughs> Those are the best types in my best opinion. Best types. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, I have lunch. I've been making my own salads and roasting all these vegetables, which I pretty much have the same lunch every day, but it's so good that I just... Yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I mean, in the, in the afternoons, whether I'm, you know, answering emails, doing phone calls, which I've also talked about with you, phone calls are so annoying because yeah. people say they're going to call you and they don't. And I'm like, why are we having a phone call when you can just email me? Yeah. So let's just do emails rather than phone calls, exactly. please. And save everyone time. Yeah. Okay. This is, <laughs> I'm just piecing this together in my yes. head because... I don't understand that at all. Why you want to hop on the phone with me to talk about something you could just email me. But maybe it's because the people in the office. They're trying to waste time. Yes. Yeah. that's Because exactly I just it. also piece that yeah, together. If we're talking now, yeah. about how. That's why. And I'm not giving any disrespect to anyone working in an office. I get it. If you're like maybe a little bored or your boss wants you on the phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I have a brand tell me they don't have any budget, but they want to get on a phone call, I'm like, I don't understand what we're talking about unless if there's a different way that we can work together, Mm -hmm. but we can talk about that over email. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And this goes back, you know, this is like my biggest pet peeve and it's like (laughs) the disrespect of the time and the schedule Mm -hmm. and this idea that because you work from home, people think, well, you can just, you're free all the time, right? Yeah. I'm like, no, I scheduled my day mm-hmm. like this for a reason. So you can't just call me randomly. Right. Because you currently you're podcasting. Yeah, you don't exactly. have time to answer a call or you're baking. There's certain breaks in the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And people don't really understand that. And they think that because you're own boss, well, it's like, you know, I'll get a phone call and I won't answer because I'm doing something else. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why? But in, even if it is something where I technically could, like, say I block, like, so right now I'm doing, like, school as well. So mm-hmm. say I blocked off an hour to study, right? And somebody calls me, I'm not going to pick up because I blocked out that hour of my schedule mm-hmm. to study. Like, even then, I feel like that's super disrespectful to my schedule to, like, because if somebody gets upset that I didn't answer, like, well, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. And, like, I was studying, like, so you could have still picked up. I'm like, no, but that's, like, time in my schedule and technically yeah, just yes. email email yeah. so much better exactly mm-hmm. i mean do you feel like that too that people just feel like you like like just like don't have a schedule i mean i've started to make it so that i call people mm-hmm. because honestly i've had so many issues with people saying they're going to call me and mm-hmm. they don't call me yeah. and i scheduled my day so That's if i have phone that, calls yeah. where someone says they're calling me at three mm-hmm. and i have another phone call at three thirty, and that person then is like oh can we do three yeah. thirty? no we can't because i have another phone call mm-hmm. so it's annoying 
I had like, let's say I had 10 phone calls in the last um, two weeks and nine of them didn't call at the right time. I've had people mess up time zones and it's like... The time uh, zones always get messed up. But I'm very clear. I'm like, okay, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just email is so much easier. Yeah, it is. And I just... (gasps) Now I feel like, wow. I just feel like that all just came together. That's why. That's because they're in the office. Yeah. And they're either trying to waste time or their their boss boss wants them. You have to be on the phone. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't make any sense. And phone calls are annoying it depends on what it is. Like, there are some things where I'm like, this would be so much faster just to hop on the phone. Right. But 98% But if you were the in time, the right spot. Yeah. yeah. That's like when you're really far along already. Like, at the beginning, there's something I hate more than like, hey, I want to collab. Let's hop on the phone. I'm like, no, no, no. We haven't even gotten <laughs> to any of it. Right? Yeah. God. Okay. Okay. So, so you're working afternoon. Um then what? Do you, yeah, do you- so it can totally depend. If I'm doing recipes, mm-hmm. I might do one recipe. I might do multiple. Mm-hmm. It could be phone calls, emails. And then I typically post at around 5 p.m. my time, mm-hmm. 8 p.m. Eastern. And then I do my walk. So I walk for about an hour, mm-hmm. which you were talking about before. Yeah. Um, I always need my hour walk. It's yeah. just nice to – I post and then I am catching up on my emails and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I come home, do some more work. Brendan gets home at around 8. We hang out. He's, you know, doing dinner and stuff. So, yeah. Does every- he cook dinner? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends what he wants. Yeah. If he, like, yesterday he was making salmon. I prefer making more veggies and more like a vegetarian type mm-hmm. meal um, with eggs and also baking. And if he wants to do more meat-based, he usually mm-hmm. does that. So, oh, so do you guys, like, do you guys usually eat different things? So he eats pretty late because he gets mm-hmm. home at 8. I don't like to eat dinner that late. Oh, okay. So I eat before him. Yeah. Um, But we usually eat similar things. It's just he eats more meat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like paleo, right? He is paleo. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I know. Um, I, I should. Brendan eats better than I do. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, it'd be so fun. I'm gonna cook for you guys sometime. Ooh, that'd be fun. I'll like serve you. We have a little date night, and I'll be the <laughs> that'd chef. That'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Oh my god, we're gonna do paleo that. primal date. Yes. <laughs> primal date. I'll just be. I'm gonna wear a little chef hat. <laughs> no. Okay. Wait, so, so when he comes home, do you like? turn off or how does that work i have gotten better so during Mm -hmm. the site launch that was really tough for me because i seriously needed every second so i did not turn off when he was home i was vetting every single place and recipe and product on my site and things change all the time she was not sleeping it was ridiculous i I saw her updating menus yeah yeah (laughs) it was insane so when I stopped doing that, I was able to really appreciate. I was so grateful that my site was done. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a really great job, and I'm just really thankful it's all done. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm able to, you know, have the dog, and I can breathe again. So it's been nice. Okay. So, like, when he when he gets home, you do? I do turn, turn off. Okay. And then he goes to bed at around 10, mm-hmm. and I pick back up a little. You do? And then I go to bed, like. 11 or 12. Okay, so yeah. you do a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about, I mean, because a lot of your job is social media, mm-hmm. right? So how do you fit that into your day? Do you, like, have set social media time? So I'm typically on social media if I'm at the gym mm-hmm. and also on my walk. Yeah. 
Um, I used to be on it all the time, just like not all the time, but scattered throughout the day. And now that I post once a day, which I love Mm -hmm. because I'm not on social media as much. um, I don't know how I did it in the morning and the evening because I'd be posting and then checking and then it was just very huge waste of time. Yeah. And so I love posting once a day (laughs) because you actually told me you were like, it's so much easier when I have someone post once a day because I don't have to worry about catching up. Yeah. Um, and it's just nice for me to post mm-hmm. once a day. I do it pretty consistently at the same time. Um, I don't have to do the twice a day post. It's just too much. Yeah. No, see, it's like as a consumer of your <laughs> content, I like the way you do it now because I know you're always going to post that time right. day and I, I know I won't miss it. Exactly. So like there are people who... Are we'll random, yeah. Random and multiple times a day. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sure I miss their post because right. I just can't find it. And I don't look everybody mm-hmm. up individually. So it's like, I mean, like you might me, miss it. I yeah. literally go on my feed until I get your to your oh, yours okay. because I know I found your post of the day. Right. You know, and I also know like when I see your post, I always want to comment. Um, and so like I look for that post. So I know if Thank I haven't, you. I know if I haven't commented on your post that day, yeah. like something happened, like I missed it. Right. You know what I mean? So I know to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. And I think also now with the stories, mm-hmm. it's nice. So before when we didn't have stories, mm-hmm. it probably made more sense to post more than once yeah. a day because that was your only post. Now that you can do stories, you're keeping people in the loop on what you're doing day to day. Yeah. And it's more natural. So I think it's fun. So as I'm baking, I can be posting about what I'm making and it's more yeah. natural. And then I do my one post. Yeah. But it this is funny. Okay. This is where it runs. People have run into issues because people don't post what they're doing. Like okay. so many people. And that's where people who don't post stories, I'm suspicious of. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of people like... That's why everybody, I feel like, feels the need to apologize. I don't think there's anything wrong with posting an old picture. Okay. But... It doesn't have to be relevant. Yeah. So my post and my stories don't always have to match up. Yeah. Is it great if they do? Yeah. yeah. But, like, tonight, I already know what I'm going to be posting, and it has nothing to do with today. Yeah, that's fine. It's from brunch on Sunday. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be relevant, but I think it's fun to show like in the moment mm-hmm. versus like, okay, here's my post. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And because people will be like, like, for example, today I posted what I had for dinner last night and people be like, oh my God, I was, I was watching you make this last night. Exactly. Look so good, you know, so it's like cool that people can interact yeah. like that. I find that those posts do best, but it doesn't always work out timing yeah, wise. Sometimes it doesn't but work. I do know that those do best when I post the recipe right when I make it and I post it that day because yeah. people are already thinking about how you made it, mm-hmm. but it just isn't always possible. Yeah. I, okay. I also want to talk about the walk. Yeah, um, a few different aspects of the walk. <laughs> um, first of all, I mean, I think that's a good testament to how we're kind of here talking about how it all kind of overlaps because it's like you're mm-hmm. on social media while you're walking. That's like yes. your you time, and that's what I do too. Like that's when I check. I'll check my social media while I'm on my walk, and then I do part of my walk with like nothing, which mm-hmm. is like my brain space. Right. But it kind of all does overlap, and sometimes I think like sometimes I almost feel bad that I'm quote working while I'm walking but Mm -hmm. then I'm like but is this really work because I like it you know so I think that's interesting but I want to talk about like why is it so important to take that walk Mm -hmm. I mean personally I just love walking Uh um 
being in New York, I walked everywhere. Yeah. So whether I'm walking to work, walking to a place to eat, I didn't think of it as, okay, I am currently walking, working out. Mm-hmm. It's just me getting somewhere. And especially after you eat, digesting your food is so key that if you go out to eat and you drive home, you miss out on that. So I think it's really nice to walk. For me, most of the time, like during the week, I'll be walking after I post or during I post. Um, Sometimes if I'm with Brendan, that's just us walking together talking without Mm -hmm. any phones. Mm -hmm. So it kind of depends on what type of walk. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, don't feel bad about working while walking or not. It's totally up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Whatever also, works. Yeah. And also, like, I mean, Jackie and I were talking about this earlier. It's like we both, like, make... And I... I... If I don't be like, I'm going on a walk at this time and this time, mm-hmm. then I will not leave my apartment. Yeah. Literally. Because I don't really have a reason to. And... You have to force yourself sometimes. Yeah, so it's, yeah. I like, I will go stir crazy. I won't see mm-hmm. other humans. Like, so I think that when you work from home, it's really important to take those breaks. Like, definitely, you know, and get, get out of one's, like, I would literally, there was like a few days where I literally didn't leave this in I, this apartment, my, mm-hmm. one, my run room studio. And I felt like a crazy person. I didn't see other humans, but mm-hmm. also it's like just movement in general. You're right yeah. about the digestion. And I mean, I think that's, I love that example. It's like people in other areas walk way more and without like even thinking bodies. about it. Yeah, just because yeah. they have to get somewhere. And like we don't have to do that. Like we live in a world where you can just be moved for right. you. You, know, you have to move your legs and that's so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And like other countries, even other just sit like states like I'm pretty sure everybody in New York walks way yeah. more than here. I mean, but not everyone. I mean, there's like still people that will, you know, Uber everywhere. Yeah, that's true. So I chose to walk everywhere, but not everyone does that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like even for me, there's times where I need more of a purpose. So like today, walking here, like yeah. I'm going somewhere. Yeah. There's times where I'll walk to Whole Foods, and the one that's now closest to me is like a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. So that's like a purpose. Yeah. I'm going somewhere. Yeah. So there's times where I'll just do it on the beach, or there's times where I'll have more of like a purposed walk. Yeah, I'm the same. Like I always try and make it a purpose walk. If yeah, I can. that's why it I, makes it easier. Yeah, sometimes. that's why I stopped um, buying a ton of groceries at once. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of like grocery shopping every it's day. Fun. I used to hate, like yeah. If you have like an office job, that's not realistic. Or like when I was in college, I would buy all my food at the beginning of the week, and that mm-hmm. was what was best for my schedule. But now that I can. I'd rather just like walk to the store so I yeah. have a goal and then exactly. I walk back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like finding ways to walk around. Exactly. And move. Like, yeah, I think that's really interesting. So, okay, what are you? What are your like tips for productivity and efficiency when you're working from home? Like, is there anything that yeah. you know, that's really important to you to like make sure you're like staying on top of? Things? Yeah, I would make sure that you know what you have to do, mm-hmm. and if you want to make some sort of list of all the things that you want to do that day or that week, and then start to check them off. Mm-hmm. I would also so for me, what I do with my emails is I star any emails that I have to answer. And then as I answer them, I will unstar them. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I answer emails within 24 hours. I wish everyone did that to me, but that's not always the case. (laughs) So for me, it's just easier to get it like off my chest and it's just done. Um, And I would also just make sure that you know what your mission is. So like, you know what your goal is every day. Yeah. Um, You don't always get everything done, but at least you're typically closer to that end goal. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think a lot of people like, 
don't have a purpose for the day so they do nothing right and like you have to have like a ton of things yeah to do. Mm-hmm. but so are you the type of person who just like makes to-do lists every day so what's funny thinking about it now is when I was in a typical office job mm-hmm. I made lists all the time mm-hmm. and I still do it on my phone but I feel like at work I did more lists mm-hmm. and I think now working on my own it's all kind of in my head and a lot of it has to do with emails. Yeah. So it's just starred and then it's not starred. Do you feel like you spend like a ton of time on emails? Yeah. Is that like the bulk That's of like, how, what's I mean, going which on? Which is good because I'd rather have that than phone calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, emails is how I talk to brands, how I talk to other people. Um, yeah, I would say emails is the bulk communication. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you've like changed since you first started working for yourself? Like, I don't know anything that maybe mistakes you made versus now or like if your process is different, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this last week actually is when I first was working from home, I feel like I was very scheduled where I was like, I'm going to take this bar class every day and that's how it's going to be so now I'm like I can take it in the morning I can take it in the afternoon I'm not going to choose the day before what time class I'm going to take it totally depends so I'm even less scheduled in the sense of I'm even more flexible Mm -hmm. but yeah there's days where you have to be more scheduled and there's days where you don't and I'm not going to make everything very regimented I just don't need to which is good yeah I mean do you think that becoming less scheduled is helpful for you or like why did you did it just like naturally happen did you do that purposefully so I I actually think having Odie, having a dog, um, made it so, okay, I have to take him in the morning to go to the bathroom, um, and we do our little run. I'm not going to, like, freak out that I'm missing a class Mm -hmm. to work out. I'm just going to do it when I do it. Yeah. So there isn't any reason to get annoyed. You just do what you have to do. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever work like at coffee shops or anything? That's not my thing. Me neither. So I I never understood people doing that because I like to be in my own space and I have the bathroom there. Yeah. I have to go to the bathroom every hour. I don't want to worry about getting up mm-hmm. and moving my stuff. Just like I don't want to be in an office. Yeah. I like having all my stuff together. I can do my work, go get food, go get a snack, do mm-hmm. whatever. I was never the person in college that studied in the library. I like yeah. studying in my room. We're like literally the same person. <laughs> yeah, We're it's the just same easier. Yeah. If there's anybody else around me, I can't focus. Yeah, it's just, I don't, and it's just, like, I just never needed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. But do you ever, like, get sick of your apartment? No, I love okay. my apartment. Okay. So I'm on the top floor, and there's so much light. Mm-hmm. I actually always keep Perfect my light. door open <laughs> yeah. because I have light coming in, and then Odie can actually walk around, so it's actually pretty funny. Um, I'm on the top floor with about seven other, I guess, places, and Odie will go door to door sometimes, just saying hi. Yeah. And I don't really worry about it anymore because yeah. he always comes back. Yeah. But he likes to say hi to everyone, make his little rounds, mm-hmm. come back. So it's just easy. Um, we have a lot of light and air coming in. Yeah. I have a pool, so I can go yeah. there if I want. Do you feel like people treat you differently because you work from home or like work for yourself it's funny um being in LA I haven't come across that so much but Mm -hmm. I feel like 
when I go back to the East Coast, it's definitely a different vibe. And people are probably wondering, how am I able to do gluten-free follow me as my full-time job? Or Mm. what do I actually do? Do I just eat food all day? But I'm not Instagram storying my actual, I'm not Instagramming while I'm the emailing. Work, yeah. So what I show you on my stories is what I'm doing, but I can't show you every second of my day. Yeah. I mean, what do you say to people who oh, don't yeah. really understand? Or like, you know. So when I had like a doctor's office visit, it, it asked me what my job is. Mm-hmm. So there's times where I say marketing. Um, it totally depends. Like if someone asks me, I can tell them. Yeah. I have a site, Gluten Free Follow Me. Um, or I say I'm in social media. If you're on the older side, you don't know what an influencer is. Yeah. But someone our age usually knows what that means. Yeah. I mean, do you ever, but do you ever deal with people like maybe back home or like back on the East Coast who are just, who say things like, so like they'll literally say so do you just eat food all day or like what do you do i don't get how you make money off of a website like is that a real job like those kinds of things yeah i mean i've like definitely heard people say that or i can tell that they're thinking that without Mm -hmm. saying it and i just think it's pretty funny because i've been on both sides yeah i get it um but if you understand social media marketing then you understand that how it works Mm -hmm. so it's different when you're much older so like my grandma doesn't necessarily understand what I do she's like what's what's a what's an Instagram yeah well actually (laughs) I was talking to her last week and she told me someone in front of her at Whole Foods was talking about gluten-free and she was like oh I know someone gluten-free follow me you should look at their site I was like thanks so she was doing word of mouth with my site yeah oh my god um so yeah I mean everyone's different every generation is different I feel like there was a point where you had to work in finance be a doctor or be a lawyer and that just isn't the case anymore Mm -hmm. um I think it's nice that we're able to be more flexible and there's so many different types of jobs And I mean, there's influencers that make more money than people that are in finance. It doesn't have to do with being in an office. It's crazy. And I think that's where also this, these weird vibes come. I notice it. I I think I notice a lot because it's very my generation. So Mm -hmm. I almost see this as jealousy with people, I think. so That you're able to. Say somebody like in my, in their 20s, like they're in this, office job right and you know they don't like it Mm -hmm. and somebody else is this entrepreneur and just living their own life and they'll make degrading comments about their job oh well you just do nothing you work for yourself like i actually have a hard job i like work all day and in my head it's like it goes back to what you're saying just because you're working structured hours and longer hours doesn't mean you're working harder but Mm -hmm. in reality in reality people who are entrepreneurs are probably working way more hours than you because it's their butt yeah yeah like it's you're working all day Mm -hmm. and like yeah just like this kind of or like being like i don't get how that works how can you make money off of it like that's not a real job and i'm like okay Mm. i'm not gonna argue with you yeah like i don't know i i like talking about like the misconceptions about Mm -hmm. people who do things like what we do and i think one is that we're not smart And I would like to argue literally the complete opposite because in order to make money off of these sorts of things, you have to be incredibly smart. And it's like, or I've gotten comments like, oh, well, you just That's do that. awful that you've gotten comments yeah. like that, by the way. Yeah, people get comment like me comments like, oh, well, you just do that because you couldn't, 
you couldn't or even with my major in college for example even before i did any of this mm-hmm. like we well, were just majoring in psychology because you're not smart enough to do math or mm-hmm. science and i'm like if you only knew me you know people make right. comments like that i'm like no you're you know? you're very smart, very smart. so <laughs> i could have easily done that like okay i shouldn't say easily you know i graduated from UCLA. i graduated from ucla with a 4.0 mm-hmm. like I've never gotten A minus in my life. Like, wow. how are you gonna say <laughs> that I'm not smart enough to do math? Because mm-hmm. I don't enjoy math, right? Like, I didn't do mm-hmm. it. But I just think that there's like this attitude. Like, unless you're a doctor or a lawyer, with certain people, like, you know, it's not you're not smart enough. Or like, same with this structured job. Like, because mm-hmm. people are working their asses off and killing themselves and unhappy trying to like say become a doctor. Right. And then they see somebody who's already making money who's not killing themselves and enjoys mm-hmm. it. And, like, the defense mechanism is, like, that's not real. That's just easy work. I think it's definitely gotten better, though. Yeah. Um, I feel like now that there's jobs that have social media agencies, mm-hmm. that that's not necessarily what people think all the time. At yeah. least I would hope so. Yeah. I think maybe being in L.A., I don't see that as much. Definitely I think it's more in, yeah. in New York. But people, I think, are now getting more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been told like I'm not smart or because I'm doing this I'm not yeah. smart but I do think that you can read between the lines and some you can I can feel what people are thinking yeah um, and I just think it's funny I think you're like the perfect example it's like you excelled in this really hard finance job <laughs> right and you studied that and then now you switch that and we've talked about this before it's like that experience and knowledge is literally what made you able to be like you're so successful what you do and not everybody can do that and it's like yeah so something also that I think is interesting is I've had people ask me how do I do what you're doing and all this stuff and I didn't plan to do this I never said I'm gonna go run gluten-free follow me I was working at a finance job and I learned I had to become gluten-free. So I was trying to figure out what I could eat. Mm-hmm. And I and I always wished that I had a guide. So that's how this all happened. This, yeah. this happened from a passion. So when I have people ask me, oh, I want to do a, a blog. That's cool. But don't do it because you want to make money exactly. or because of a different reason. You want everything to stem from a passion. Mm-hmm. And that makes you do it for the long haul, yeah. not just to make money. Yeah. Yeah. I think... This is an interesting question. If somebody said, do you, they'll be like, I really want to start a blog. I really want to start a health blog. Like, should I do it? Like, I mean, I don't really know what to say to people at this point. Mm-hmm. Cause in my head, I'm like, well, why do you want to start? Like, do you want you to need start a just, purpose just because you want to share and like mm-hmm. you enjoy it or, or is it because you're trying to make money? Because if you're trying to make money, I'm sorry, but that's just like not how it works. And like, I don't really know. There's so few people who can make their job their, or I mean, sorry, their their, passion, their their their, job. Yeah. Or like Mm -hmm. a a social, a social, in terms of social media, like turning your Instagram into a business is not an easy thing. And most of the people who are able to do it, they started their accounts a long time ago. And now it's like, I'm sorry, but there are 5 million food accounts. It's very saturated now. What's going to make you different? Right. Like you definitely need to stand out. Yeah. I mean, I started my Instagram, I guess, three and a half years ago, yeah. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And when you had 3000 followers, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Now it isn't as much, mm-hmm. which is sad, but it is very saturated. And I think having a target market like doing gluten free, 
but I didn't mean for that to happen. I just yeah. happened to be gluten-free and was trying to find options for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I really think having your passion um, overcome it, that's really what it takes. Yeah. You shouldn't just start an Instagram to make money. Yeah. And I think so much of it is like it has to come naturally. Like, yeah. it's like Because at this point in the game with everything, it's like, no idea is original anymore. Right. I feel like so. It's like, and we were talking about be the that. First person, yeah. Doing recipes. Yeah. Um, when you were talking about like banana bread or something yeah. like that, it's like not everything's. I didn't make up how to make a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Like nothing's original right. at this point. So it's not like you're gonna. I mean, I guess I should never say never, but I mean, you're not gonna come up with something new at this point. Mm-hmm. It's all variations on something. Right. You know. So. I don't know. It's just kind of... And also, I was thinking about this. This is going back to what we were talking about before. I had this really good conversation with a family friend. And he's older, like 50s, 60s. um, And he runs a clothing business. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about social media. And he was talking about how he used to have this attitude about people who, like, did social media. Mm -hmm. And he's like... And I've just had to take a huge bite out of humble pie because... My business is has is tanking in the past few years, and I realize it's because I don't have social media, mm-hmm. and I tried to do it myself, and I do not. I have no idea what I'm doing, and he's yep. at this place where he's trying to find somebody to just be in charge of social media, and he's like, I'm realizing like the value of this, and he's like, and now I'm I'm gonna create this position for somebody. I'm gonna pay them a ton of money because like what they do is so hard, mm-hmm. and like I have no idea how to do it. Like I don't know what I'm yeah. doing, and I need it for my business. Like I mean, restaurants need yeah. it, brands need Every it. Business it's needs how it. you're able to communicate what you're selling, what you're offering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just very interesting how people. I mean. Times are changing quickly. Times are changing. But I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Instagram. I feel like it's... Knock on what Instagram changes, but that's why you should have a site. Yeah, I <laughs> If agree. it doesn't... And this algorithm... This yeah, algorithm. I mean, for the last six months it's, or a year, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't even... <laughs> it makes me mad. Okay, let's talk about um, clothes. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Clothes have definitely changed since working in an office. How so? So I used to wear a suit every day. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a way, it was nice because it was a uniform. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to worry about really what I was wearing. I would Mm -hmm. throw on a suit that I didn't really care about fashion. Mm -hmm. It was just a suit. Um, It was actually hard to find suits my size, but I found some. Um, And now my uniform is just workout clothes. Mm -hmm. So Lululemon, stuff like that. It's the best. I know. It's so comfy. Sometimes I'm the same. I literally wear the same thing every day. And sometimes I feel like I should like wear normal clothes. (laughs) Like I go back and forth. But then I'm like, I feel like it's just a waste. Like I want to be comfortable. Too much effort. I mean, I'll never wear like regular pants. Like I'll always be wearing leggings. Yeah. But sometimes, yeah, I don't know. It's just comfy. And being in an office and wearing a suit for six years makes you really appreciate just wearing workout clothes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I just think it's so because <laughs> I'll like for a day, sometimes I'll have a day and I'll wear normal clothes and then I'm like, I hate it. And you come day. home and like yeah. tear them off. Yeah, I'm like, I hate yeah. it today. So why did I, why am I not wearing, why am I not wearing a sports bra? I mean, I was always like that when I would come home from school, I would just like tear them off and put in comfy clothes. I mean, even now I get in my pajamas before like I kind of break up my day by, mm-hmm. I work until like 
quote work day in okay and go on a walk and, that's mm-hmm. like, and then as soon as i get home from my walk i change into my pajamas yeah and then i like have dinner and like i agree because mm-hmm. i need to get out of my clothes mm-hmm. <laughs> now my workout clothes are too much okay another thing would you ever hire someone to help you would you ever hire I think assistant? you are a very good assistant. Thank you. I have seen what you've done. For me personally, I feel like it's so hard to think about hiring someone because mm-hmm. I like having control over everything that exactly. I do. If my business became so big that I needed to have someone, mm-hmm. then I can definitely think about it. But what's tough is when you do have someone under you, you're also delegating and you also have to manage that person. So it can also be work in a different way. It like takes more time to teach somebody how to do it right. Yeah. And like double check what they're doing than right. just to do it once yourself sometimes. And like if I knew that they were going to be with me forever, but people leave. Mm-hmm. So to spend the time, you know, teaching that person and I would just need to make sure that that person was really helping me. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when I was doing the site, I had two girls helping me um, get the info into a spreadsheet which was going into that so for certain projects yes but as like a full-time assistant as of now no yeah I think also though there's another aspect it's like hard when it's your job like your business like I am my job yeah you are Mm -hmm. so it's it's like your baby like it's you and so it's like trusting somebody else with you like I would just giving my web designer well, not Annalise, but mm. the old web designers, my password to my blog, I was like, this is like my baby. Right. Like, if you mess anything up, I will mm-hmm. freak out, you know? So it's like, it can be scary because you kind of have to give people, what's the word? Like, I guess you're, you're trusting them. Yeah. That are like your business, mm-hmm. you know? Or even like emailing on behalf of you oh, I, I can't even imagine doing yeah, that honestly because like, it's like when I email someone it's all from me mm-hmm. it's my words it's hard to you know have someone else do that what do you think about influencers who have other people do their social media for them people do that yeah you didn't know that <laughs> like a lot of people post have, for them have interns who will like post for them or a lot a lot of a lot of times what they do is they'll have somebody who goes through and likes and comments. Oh, my them. God. Well, I do all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be weird because they'd have to really know my voice. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's hard to replicate. And I don't feel like that's so sincere. When yeah. I like or comment, it's all from me. Yeah. I don't I know. know. And that's where the lines and all this get so blurry because it's like, I agree with that. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, for some people, it's a straight up business. And that's the thing. It's personal versus business. Yeah. But just because it's a business doesn't mean you can't be personal with it. Yeah. I, I think that's why people are following you. They like that personal touch mm-hmm. and, you know, showing your face. Like I've talked to you about this before. Um, I actually started posting more of myself because mm-hmm. when I was talking with Christina, I don't know, half a year ago. Yeah. I was nervous about posting more about myself, <laughs> but now that I do it all the time, it's just, you know, normal. Yeah, it's great. So I think having that personal touch really helps with your brand. Yeah. Dang, I changed your life. I got you, you to did. start posting pictures of your face. You did. I only post once a day. <laughs> I know, seriously. So funny, guys. You can hire me for your Instagram <laughs> consulting. This is what happens when we do our walk yeah. and, and talk. We, but yeah. we brainstorm. We brainstorm everything. Okay, do you ever, last thing, do you mm-hmm. ever feel like, I guess we kind of talked about this, but it's like, 
do you feel like you don't get anything done because there's nobody being like okay good job you finished like no because i get my own good uh jobs just by like getting stuff done and by making deals and i don't need someone else telling me good Mm -hmm. job um obviously when i get emails from followers or people that are on the site saying oh my god your site changed my life or now i can go to new york because of your site that obviously makes me feel really good because I'm able to help someone and I wish I had this guide when I was first gluten-free, but I'm just glad that I can now help other people. Mm -hmm. So I feel like those types of emails help Um, and they kind of get you back on track when you're doing emails all day and then you get something like that. But I don't need, you know, outside affirmation in the sense of after I do like an hour project, good job. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I feel the same and it, it goes back to like, entrepreneurship part of me is like i'm like everybody should be an entrepreneur like stop working for somebody else but at the same time that won't work for you if you're somebody who just like thrives off of the structure and like having somebody pat you on the back and like Mm -hmm. i don't know it doesn't i don't think it works for everybody no definitely not and actually when i was younger I always said that I didn't want to own my own business Mm -hmm. because I thought it was too much pressure. Yeah, it is a lot of pressure. And it totally depends on what type of entrepreneur you are. Mm -hmm. If you're an entrepreneur selling a product, I feel like that's totally different from what I'm doing. Yeah. So when you're selling a product, there is so much pressure to be selling something and you're taking a risk by, you know, having all this inventory And you kind of have to spend money before making money. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. So I feel like I'm not really taking a risk. Yes, I'm not. I guess I'm taking a risk by having this as my full-time job. But I'm not, you know, buying all this inventory and then having to sell it. Yeah, that's true. That's scary. I don't even know what I would do. Yeah. It's hard being an entrepreneur. I mean, I look at people who are selling products. Like, you know, somebody who I really admire a lot, um... Mary from the Paleo Chef. Do you follow her? No, I don't. Um, she sells. She made fat fudge, mm. and like, have, have you seen that? I've heard of it. Yeah, like just all like all out of her own apartment. She's like making this stuff, and what's the word? You know, filling the boxes and sending out all her. And I'm just like, that is insane. Like, yeah, you think about these grassroots things going on and people just really doing it all themselves Mm -hmm. and that's why it kills me when people think that entrepreneurship is just like an easy way out i'm like it is the hardest oh yeah and i mean everyone's different you can be starting a restaurant Mm -hmm. which is so funny props to you if you start a restaurant oh my god (laughs) so i've had people ask me if i would ever do that and i i would never because I love restaurants and I feel like I would probably be good at it Mm because I know so much about it now after going to so many, but it's such a risk. And if you're in New York, the rent is so high that to even break even is hard. Yeah. And many restaurants don't make money. Mm -hmm. So that's something I wouldn't do, but I love going to really good places. And it's just sad because you want to support everyone. um, Mm -hmm. But sometimes places really just don't make that much money. Yeah. I think people, I mean, especially at the beginning, it's like, you're not going to make money for years. Oh, yeah. Like, and then rent goes up. I mean, everything's crazy with that. Dang. It's Mm. hard. Okay. Last thing. If somebody's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, working from home, what tips, advice, what would you say to them? 
Yeah. So I would make sure that if you're doing that, just to make sure that you're stable, Mm -hmm. um, I would understand what your mission is and have small term goals, but also long term goals. Mm -hmm. And I would just really understand what you're getting yourself into. Don't just do something. Mm -hmm. I would really understand the passion behind it. Um, and all of the goals and what you have to do to get there. Yeah. I think also like talking to people who are Yeah, doing talking in the yeah. same space yeah. for sure. Understanding what what life is like. It's very different. And also I don't think you have to only do one thing. I mm-hmm. think it's fine if you kind of diversify yourself. Yeah. If you're doing your paying job plus your hobby and your hobby becomes your job, that's cool. If it doesn't th- that's also cool. Yeah. So don't feel pressured to make your passion your job. It can go, e- you know, either way. Yeah, yeah. But I also, I totally agree, but I'm also of the opinion, like, that nobody should be doing a job that they hate. Yeah. But on the other side, I also don't want people to think, okay, well, I'm not going to make any money. I'm just going to try to do this job. Yeah. Like, I also want you to be able to, like, pay rent and, like, pay yeah. your bills. So, like, do both. Like, yeah. be stable, but also make yourself happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Make, but, and it's, like, and being happy doesn't mean being an entrepreneur. Like, not I'm everyone saying, needs like, to have I'm their own business. Saying, like, yeah. If you're unhappy in your office job, maybe there's another office job that you would be happy For sure. in. For <laughs> like, Yeah. So I'm just, like, I just hate, I hate that, I, like there are so many people who just don't like what they're doing whether or not that's entrepreneurship or not um the world wouldn't function if everybody was entrepreneur with no right larger businesses but i just kind of because i just want to get rid of this idea that unless we feel like we're dying and we hate life that we're not working hard no yeah i don't like that idea like let's enjoy I agree. It. Let's be happy everyone should be happy yeah. you only have one life yes. you don't know how many days you have left exactly anything can happen exactly. so definitely be happy no well awesome this is so fun so much fun thanks for joining me thank you um why don't you remind everyone where they can find you where they can follow you sure so you can go to my site glutenfreefollowme.com or my Instagram, glutenfree.followme. My Twitter, glutenfreefm. All that fun stuff. Yay. Yeah. And I'll put everything in the show notes so you can check Jackie out. And also listen to the other episode, the first episode she was on. We talk more about gluten-free life and her, <laughs> how she got to where she is today. So you can learn more about her there. So, yeah. Thanks so much, Christina. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I had so much fun recording with Jackie. I'll have to have her on again. Huge thanks to her for walking over to my apartment, my my home podcasting studio, and recording with me. She's the best. Definitely check her out. Go to glutenfreefollowme.com and use her site because it is truly heaven. If you're gluten-free, you will literally be obsessed with it. So definitely head on over and if you haven't already subscribe please leave a rating and review on itunes join our facebook group actually adultish podcast nation it's really fun in there and if you want to support the show you can do that by doing your regular amazon shopping through the link in the show notes on our website it doesn't cost you any extra money it just puts some of that money that you spent shopping towards the show and its production costs and or you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash 
actually adultish and pledge any amount of money you want each month to the show. It can be a dollar, two dollars, five dollars. Anything helps. Helps me be able to continue to put out free content for you each week. So if you do either of those, I would appreciate it so much. Love you guys for listening and I will be back with you next time. Bye.